This is a HeadGum Podcast. Well, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to hard times, back again like it's never been for the first time. It seems to mess with my head, so when I realize what it takes, can I relate with whatever, but never will it drive me to hate. Could be the next guy that you take before I wake. Now, I lay me down to sleep, eyes tight, when I pray. This, this here is, is real, real life. life. Circumstances make you think. Should I be counting my blessings the next second my eyes blink? Here in Southtown, hey, you know the kid don't play. Put it down in the streets. Will I see another day? If I make it back this time, gots to hold what is mine. And thank God that I made it alive. alive. Wow, that's Southtown by P.O.D. First time having P.O.D. on the pod. Thrilled about it. Mm. The year's 2004. And as always, I am going to the best sources the internet has at my fingertips, which is taking us to pulp, I can't talk, <laughs> pop culture madness.com. Extremely reliable um, academic source for us today. Quick facts, according to this uh, website, and you know I love it when we get facts about how much groceries cost, because that's really what we all remember from Mm -hmm. 2004. Um, The first thing that they bring up, world-changing event, wait till you hear this, Facebook was founded, okay? The top song was... Yeah, by oh, Usher, yeah, Lil John, and Ludacris. Mm-hmm. Influential songs, which I love the differentiation there. You know what yeah. I mean? Not the top song, influential right. songs. Welcome to My Life by Simple Plan. Welcome to My Life. Yeah, love yeah. Simple Plan. Roses by Outkast. Mm-hmm. One of my least favorite Outkast songs, if I'm being honest. Sure, I could see that. But I mean, it's because the discography is so rich. It's so rich. And also, I hated the kids, the young kids being like, Roses really smell boo, like boo. poo. Ooh, ooh. Nah, I don't like that either. I hated that. I was mm-hmm. like, shut up. Yeah. Put some respect on Big Boy's name. Seriously. Invisible by Clay Aiken, a song that literally does not resonate with me at all. I was just going to say, what is that? Don't know. 1985 by Bowling for Soup, a band I haven't thought of in a very long time. Mm. And lastly, Dirt Off Your Shoulder by none other than Jay-Z. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then the movies to watch include The Incredibles, Shaun of the Dead, Napoleon Dynamite. Huge. Ray. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mean Girls and Million Dollar Baby. Okay, actually, hitters. Kind of hitting. Yeah, like I would watch literally all of those movies. If someone was like, this is all that you have to watch for the next year, I would say, okay. I'd say run it back. Yeah, good for me. Actually, the first 
few that you named. The Incredibles, not mad. Shaun of the Dead, not my cup of tea. Everything else, bangers. Bangers, but like, yeah. put on Shaun of the Dead in the background, fine. Sure, fine. The Incredibles, early morning, feeling cozy. Not mad. Want to see, want to gl- peek in. Yo, Ray, you know? though? Ray is <laughs> insane. Is that a performance of a lifetime or what? Absolutely, it absolutely was and is. Um, what else did you say? Eternal Sunshine, yes. Yeah. That changed the whole game. I mean, that was when I was like... That was one of those movies where I was like, I need to be in movies. Oh, yeah. I was I was like, I need to be in movies. And I also, I need to make movies and I need to be in movies. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's such a movie movie. It's a movie movie. And it's also a little more accessible than like Memento. Yeah. Which kind of had that sort of like fucked up little structure thing. Yeah. Eternal Sunshine though hit. It's also more accessible than being John Malkovich, which mm. I think is also hitting these kind of similar like meta layered what the fuck is going on but if you think about it too like the casting of eternal sunshine was so for us because we grew up with kate titanic first titties we saw jim you grew up with jim yep we don't know who the fuck john malkovich is john cusack no we kirsten dunce let's not forget about no i'm talking about Malkovich though. Oh no! Oh, you're saying being John Malkovich? It's yeah, like yeah, no we kind of know you guys, but yeah, like but it's John. It's John Malkovich. Who else? Who's the woman in it? Um, uh, Cameron Diaz. Oh yeah. Which we do love, Cameron from The Mask. Can we just say Cameron Diaz mm. had a pivot in her career that I think all of us like. There's been Cameron Diaz erasure. I would just like to say because where did she go? She's given us fucking. Um, something about Mary. Something about Mary, but outside of her comedies, she was in Being John Malkovich. She was in mm. uh, Gangs of New York. She <laughs> oh was in. She was in um, that other movie yes. that I'm that I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, 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 with with Penelope Cruz, Vanilla Sky. Oh my! I mean, God. like, come on now. Yeah, she was really going for it. I know. And then she was in. Like, honestly, some pretty good little holiday classics like The Holiday. And she's also in the most all-time comedy ever, which is The Sweetest Thing. Oh, oh, oh. The The Sweetest sweetest thing. Thing. Have you ever seen The Sweetest Thing? You know what? No. Holy <laughs> shit. It's with Christina Applegate and uh-huh. Selma Blair yeah. and Cameron Diaz. Yeah. It is a tour de force oh of comedy. It is, unlike, it is unlike anything you've ever seen before. It is honestly... It is bet way better, but it is like female The Hangover. Okay. Um, but, but smarter and better and and funnier. You know, it's raunchier. 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 It is raunchier. Yeah. And my, then, like, there's a glory hole scene in it. Remember that? <laughs> she also gets the um, the dick piercing stuck. In oh yeah, her, in her throat. Her throat. Yeah. From damn. Deep, from deep throat in the deep dick. throating a dick. Yeah. Uh, Side note, how do you pierce a dick? Where do you pierce the you skin? You pierce the head. No. Yeah, you pierce through the urethra hole. It's called a Prince Albert. Well, I've heard of a Prince Albert, but I was just confused because it seems like that would fuck with the flow. Well, it can. It depends on what you want to get pierced. There's also something called a Jacob's Ladder. Don't ask me how I know all this shit. And you know what? I'll tell you how I know all this yeah. shit. My dear friend Bob worked at a, pier- at a piercing stand in the mall in Tampa called White Buffalo. Okay? <laughs> And people could come and buy, like, piercing jewelry from him. He worked there in high school. And a guy, like, had a Jacob's Ladder is what it's called. That's when you have the across piercings on the shaft. Okay. A Prince Albert Mm. is a piercing through the head. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's intense. Yeah. It's intense. Okay, so wait, hold on. Yeah. It's 2004. Yeah. We're in, we are in the town of Terry, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. And we're Al Warren. Yeah. What a treat to have you on. No, honestly, my pleasure. You know, <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank you. Yeah. Ah. You know, here's the thing. We've worked together. Right. And then we worked together on, on an, icon, an iconic uh, I'd say little it's a cult film. Classic. I would yeah. say it's a cult classic at this point. It won well. a Film of the Year Vimeo Award. Yeah, come on. Okay. Huge. So, yeah. And then I kind of feel like we've been spiritually bound. Absolutely. You know, I like agree. Some, you're someone that I wish I see, but I wish I saw more. Same. You know, so I'm very excited for today's episode. Me too. Because I feel like I'm going to learn so much about you. And I love learning about people that I already love mm. because typically it makes me love them more. Damn, you're so sweet. So That's what I love about you. I love you. to grow. We are spiritually, spiritually connected. And yeah. I would just like to say to all of the guests that this is a fine podcast. It I is. love this podcast. It's a good and one. I love you. Yeah, I love I'm a you. Huge fan of I'm yours. a huge fan of yours. We got to work together again. We will. Honey, say that to the dear Lord's ears. Dear Lord, we have to work together again. Make it happen, please. So happen. we're in Mississippi. Yeah. And you know, something that I do love, I do love a Southern accent. Mm. And you do have a little twang sometimes. Yeah. And I do, that tickles me because mm-hmm. I love a twang. Yeah. I love, I think, because like DC is like, we say this a lot on the pod, but DC is weirdly Southern. Y'all say that you're weirdly Southern. But it might just be Southern. No, it might be Yankee. It's <laughs> it might not be Southern at all. Man. I don't think I. Here's my thing. Just went back. Definitely not Yankee. Okay. Definitely not true, Yankee, true. but also definitely not what Confederate. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's it's Fuck. it's weird. Yeah. It is like it's very tepid. It's yeah. Giving it's giving the friend who says they want nachos, really they want a burger, and next mm-hmm. thing you know they're like eating off your plate. Yeah. And then it's like, bitch, just order your own fucking thing. Like Virginia is for sure the South. Here's the thing. This is what I always say. Texas, not the South. Texas, Texas is, is its Texas. own land. Yes. Virginia. Texas. Texas is its own thing, yeah. right? Where are you yeah. where are you from? I'm from Plano. Oh fuck! North Texas. I I know it well. I've played in Plano so many times. There was a big like kind of Warp Tour hardcore little scene there I went for a to while. Warp Tour for like years. I played on Warp Tour. No, no way. Yeah, yeah. In what band? Uh okay. Uh, yeah. Well, this band was called Jonesetta. We were on a label called Tooth and Nail out of Seattle, which was a secular slash Christian label. Are you familiar with like Under Oath? No. Okay. Under Oath? You know Under Oath? Oh, yeah. And then like MXPX and like there were a lot of bands on that label. So were you religious? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll get into it. Okay, well, take me back. Okay, so we're in high school in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this really quickly. What do these words mean to you when I say the words, see you at the pole? Okay, well, that means, that could mean like something really dark. Mm. Like I'm thinking of like a whipping pole. (laughs) Okay, that sounds really awful. Yeah. Or it could mean like, there was an iconic pole in your town uh-huh. that people would sort of link up at. 
Would you believe if I told you that neither answers were correct that you just gave? <laughs> what, See what? you at the poll was a yearly, maybe bi-yearly thing in probably in America, but definitely in the South where I'm from, where where like most of the student body comes uh-huh. for prayer. Whoa! Before school at like six thirty a.m. around this pole, and they've got acoustic guitars. What? Where's the pole? It's just the flagpole. Okay, but hold on. Yeah, I was kind of correct. A gathering at an iconic pole. Well, is a I guess a flagpole is iconic. Yeah, sure. It's the flagpole. Well, it's like you're not going. You know, when someone says "see you at the pole," you know it ain't which pole. They're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you're not going to some random pole. No. You're not going to the playground to the fucking little that po- swivel pole, whatever that okay, is. Can we just say pole? If you say that word pole. a bunch, what a strange has a very strange mouth feel. Pole. pole, pole, pole. It actually starts to make your mouth feel tight. Pole. pole. Yeah, it's like pole. What's a good word to say? What crunch. feels crunch? See, crunch, crunch, crunch. You know what I Jubilee. like to say? Going back to the South, Jubilee. We had a thing called Jubilee Jam in mm. Jackson, Mississippi, which was a big music festival. Fun story. Yes. My dad is a filmmaker, and he was doing a documentary about the festival for the festival. Mm-hmm. Joan Jett and the Heartbreakers wow. were playing that year alongside Isaac Hayes, wow. Tonic, Crane. Wow. Better than fucking Ezra, okay? Perhaps better than Ezra. Literally, they wow. were the kings of the South. But uh, I remember it was like Saturday night, maybe Sunday, maybe it was the last night, maybe it was Sunday night. And I've been with my dad, like going around backstage, shooting, blah, 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 for like a few days. So I was kind of feeling myself. Mm-hmm. And Joan Jett was the headliner. And they're like about to run up on stage. The audience is fucking packed. They're like yeah. ready for it. The band runs up before Joan. And I'm standing there beside the steps by myself. No security. To my recollection, nobody's there besides me and Joan. And she's like getting in the zone. She's like, fucking. And I lean over. I'm in the eighth grade. I tap her on the shoulder. And she turns to me. She looks at me like this. And I went, rock on. Hell yeah. And she looked at my feet and looked at my face. And she goes, No. And spit in my face and then ran up on the stage. She was like, how the fuck we doing, Jackson, Mississippi? (laughs) And I walk over to my dad. Spat on your face. My fucking eye. I walked over to my dad and he was like, what's up? Because I didn't know how to feel. And I was like, Joan Jett just hocked a loogie in my face. And he goes, she spit in your face? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's awesome as well. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, it's really interesting. I don't know. I mean, like that to me is just like, oh, that's someone that's like actually punk. She's like, that's someone that is like actually sticking to the character they've written for themselves. That's right. And I appreciate that. Oh, I loved it. Me too. It's like it's like when you meet people that that uh, when you meet really famous people, when you meet true icons, and then they do some shit, yeah. and you're just like, no, yeah. you're not supposed to do that. Right. You're right. supposed to be cool. Right. You're supposed to be cooler than me. Uh huh. 
But Turns out they're like, dorks. Yeah. It happens all the time in this little tinsel town. It really does. It's like 247. I need, I'm like, I want to stop actually meeting famous people. You want to only meet real people. Yeah. Real well, motherfuckers that got that swag day in, day out. You know who I would just like to shout out on the pod? Please. Who's a fucking real one? Okay. Who fucking rocks? Go ahead. James Marsden. Yo, I fucking love James Marsden. James, if you're watching this, bro. You're watching this. Yo, if you're watching this, this we fuck with you. Let me tell you what my friend Michael said after watching Jury Duty. He was like, I for sure knew that guy's face. I've seen him in some stuff, yada. But I will never forget his name after his performance in Jury Duty. King. He's a fucking real king. king. He's a real one. Yo, also shout out Edie Modica. Genius. At Duty Hole. Let's get Edie on the pod. Edie's gonna come on the pod. Let's get Edie on this fucking pod. Great. I mean, I. She's great. We'll never forget the first time I saw her do stand up. I've never changed, even seen her do stand up. Changed my life. Shook me to my core. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Um, you okay. and Edie in a scene together. I'm, now my wheels are Link turning. Link it up. Yeah. Um, we're in high school. Yeah. The years are 2000 to 2004. A lot's yeah. happening in the world oh, when yeah. we're in high school. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of tech. Happening, obviously, 9 11 happened. I was gonna say, yeah. Imagine I don't mention that. <laughs> no. <laughs> imagine I'm like, imagine You're like, like AOL, instant messenger. Yeah. Katrina. Oh. Well, that was no, right that was after right I graduated, after. but still. That was in 05. Yeah. Um, and then there was you. Mm-hmm. So, what was the vibe for you in high school? Yeah. Were you always artistic? Were you nerdy? Were you cool? What was your high school like? You mentioned that you were religious. What was going on with that? Mm hmm. Terry High School was a 4A public school. No idea what that means. Mississippi had five A's at the time. If you were 5A, you had a lot of kids. If you were 1A, you didn't have that many kids. So So we were 4A in the athletic conference. Um, Public school in Jackson, Mississippi, right? So we are from a history. Mm. Um, White and black kids growing up together since kindergarten and then learning at school where we're coming from together so in a way like very beautiful experience that i am really grateful for in another way like the internet was young and technology as you mentioned was like new as far as cell phones were concerned and there was a lot of kind of like probably just like country shit going on Mm -hmm. we were in a suburb outside of jackson Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I don't know. Jackson's the capital city, but it's still like Mississippi. It's Mm. like a few years behind on the trends, especially Mm -hmm. like pre-internet age like that. So I think that because of that, I was kind of down to do anything that was interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So definitely like theater, um, speech and debate, which I've heard other people on your podcast mention like competitive theater. Yeah, We weren't so much into that. Speech and debate was more like, competitive acting yeah so similar I mean, i'm versed in speech and debate yeah dc know? had like a big yeah i sort of scene. i'm actually i never would ever ever go back to high school mm. but speech and debate is something that i wish because i think i would have really killed it oh you didn't do it no Greta, you would have been so good i know i i really like greta in high school was just like yeah. you know it wasn't it was it was weed it was yeah. It was smoking cigarettes. It was like 
not being a good student, yeah. mostly because of the turmoil that was happening in my home. Right. You know, but right. I wish that you I didn't have, have time for Neil Simon bullshit. No, honey, you were I was smoking American I was, spirits. Honey, and I was bowls. smoking Parliament Lights. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was smoking bowls. And bowls. And first of all, what happened to Parliament Lights? They're still around. Okay. You know. Nobody the, the smokes. The cig is still around. No one smokes them anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you do, everyone just thinks that you're like a cokehead. That's it. Because it's got the filter. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like in the few cigarette smokers that I have in my life now, because I feel like a lot of my friends have stopped mm-hmm. or just like f- fully jewel. Um, oh yeah. I feel like it's a lot of American spirits. Yeah. But you know, I love it when my girls pull out that gold pack of Marlboro Lights. We talk about cigarettes Damn. so much on the show, and Tevi hates it. Damn. Because I glorify cigarette smoking on this podcast. This Can podcast, I just say that like we live in LA? Yeah. Nobody smokes here. Step your little foot into New York one more time, and you will remember that everyone smokes in New York. I was, where was I where I was like, whoa, everyone's smoking here? I, maybe. Like Italy? I was in, well, no, when I was in London, uh-huh. I was like, I was like, okay, we're getting, we're getting cigarettes. We're getting a lot of people smoking cigarettes. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting sexy men rolling cigarettes. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? With one hand, like, yeah. LG know, style. My dad lives in Greece. You saw the Holy Ave, the Greta building. Shit, we have to address this. We can. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you go to a place like Greece, you're like, oh, yeah, the world smokes cigarettes. Yep. Everyone smokes cigarettes. Yeah. Um, were you smoking cigarettes in high school? No. Were you drinking? No. Asthma. No. No, I wasn't smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I was not drinking. Really at all? No. You know, I had because one. Because I, I associate this, I associate Southern high school, and this is a product of Hollywood, of movie consumption. Varsity blues. Yes. That kind of thing. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Yeah. No, I was super committed to something. Definitely like... Whatever it is that I was doing at school or at church, I was a big part of the youth group. Mm. I was probably by my own choice, like just wanting to be disciplined and committed to some shit and which made me not drink. Um, I had a party uh, the last damn the last day of school on the 10th in my 10th grade year. 
I had a, I had like a maybe five acre front yard, five acre Whoa. long front yard. We lived in the country. Yeah. And I told my parents that like some friends were going to come over in their cars and we were just going to like chill. And it ended up being like 100 people, maybe a little more. And a lot of people brought alcohol mm-hmm. and I tried it and I was down and then I felt so guilty, oh so guilty God. the next day. Poor baby. And I went to like summer camp, like church camp, student life camp or some shit. And I repented from that. And I never drank again until right after high school. What did you, so when you would repent, Mm -hmm. like what did that look like? I think that it was just the confluence of like the youth ministers in my life and what, what the Southern Baptist church was kind of telling me was Mm -hmm. normal and what wasn't. Yeah, so I don't know, like, and I would definitely feel not like I was putting on airs. Like, I felt really connected to it, you know? I I mean, I I think that that's, like, beautiful. Yeah. To feel that level of spirituality when you are a teen. It probably protected my my psycho ass, too, a little. Did you play sports? Yeah. What'd you play? So I was really into football and basketball, still am to this day. Never very talented at basketball. Mm. And I was pretty good at football. I could throw a very tight spiral. Really? Dog, I could fucking, you can like point to one of the panels on that little thing and I can- You're hitting it. Oh, I'm hitting it. I went to quarterback camp with Eli Manning. No way. You did? Yes. Oh my God. So, but I'm small. Quarterback camp camp wow that's very horny yeah (laughs) yeah i can show you i can show you how to fucking are you excited to teach your kid oh yeah but he's not gonna play football no but he can still toss it he's gonna toss the pigskin yeah just take him to the beach toss it around i'm gonna make sure that this motherfucker can throw a tight ass spiral yeah four and if he can't (laughs) he's a fucking loser yeah and you're gonna tell him that oh yeah and as that's a good parent yes he's not even a year old and i'm already kind of whispering in his ear like you better fucking follow yeah don't be a fucking loser you got three years max until your ass is on your ass is out fucking out yeah i was gonna say on the lawn doing two days until you're you're out you have four years until you're on petfinder.com honey That's exactly. that's the goddamn truth. That's, that's just say what it is. So I quit football because I was too small, and I started playing soccer and tennis midway through my high school career, and I was terrible at both. Really? But I loved it. Yeah. I'm a huge tennis player. Oh. Huge, I say. Me playing once a week with my husband on Saturday and Sunday. That's um, twice. Well, I mean, no, I'm saying Saturday or Sunday. Or I should bring Sunday. a caveat. Saturday or Sunday. Um, you got to get back into the sport. Oh, hun. I love it. It's so fun. The fashion's fab. Oh, it's great. It, you get to scream. I, I say so many curse words on that tennis court. Me saying curse words as if I don't say fucking shit fucker every day of my life on this pod so you strike me as kind of competitive when you're out there on the oh my floor. god i'm so competitive i think that's why we i am too i stomp around for no reason yeah abe is like why are you so mad and i'm yeah. like because i got a fucking easy shot yeah i didn't find it with my didn't keep my eye on the ball <laughs> and he's like you need to relax yeah also yeah. now when i hit it's very rare that i hit a shot he can't return very very rare he's a great is athlete. he good great athlete yeah like very good tennis player yeah um but I now think it's really funny for me to say, get some to him. Oh, get some. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get realize, some, and then you could grab your Yeah, your like grab my fucking, like, get some, grab my pussy. Uh-huh. Um, and I yeah. realized, like, 
I think it's really funny when I say it, and if other people on the courts hear me tell him to get some, I always wonder, I'm like, do these people think I'm being serious? Yeah. Because I am. <laughs> you are, and you could even up it a little bit if you wanted to. Yeah. You're saying get some, you can go, get you some, bitch. I love that. Would you? Were you a trash talker when you played sports? Oh, fuck yeah. Did you get in trouble ever? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Um, A few different times. I remember, I mean, I just like to talk shit, period. I remember, um, well, this is off the sports field, uh, but I do remember one time pulling up beside a car uh, on the way to the mall with my friend and his brother who had just started driving. So I must have been a freshman. And we were listening to Papa Roach feeling Mm. really fucking good. Mm. And they were like, fuck y'all looking at. And I was like, I know these motherfuckers aren't talking to me. And I did the same thing I just did, except I didn't say, get you some, bitch. But I grabbed my nuts and I flipped them off and I said, say something. Whoa. And they followed us to the mall. We circled the mall and I'm like, such a pussy. I was apologizing. I was like, Drew, I'm so sorry. And he's like, you just had to fucking run your mouth, didn't you, Alex? Well, you're over here being like, I'm a man of God. I know. And I was like, please. <laughs> like, I'm a man of God. I get very spiritual and I repent for my sins. Let's just forgive each other. Yeah. Um, I did like to Jesus. talk shit. I liked, yeah. I liked the heat of it. Yeah. I liked, but I don't want to fight. Were you a good student? Mm-hmm. You were studious? Yeah. Hitting the books? Yeah, I mean, I was good at, like, English, writing, all that bullshit. Not great at... Math science. Math science. Class. My brothers are very good at math and science, and I just was not, yeah. Did you feel, like, did you feel a lot of pressure in high school to Mm -hmm. be good? Like, Like, in academia or otherwise like did you have that sensation of like if i'm not good in this moment in my life my whole life will be over that's an interesting question i don't think i ever felt that for my parents um i'm kind of lucky i mean we had we've had some interesting times since high school my family and i but at that time i felt super supported and so it never came from them. I think it came from like other students and mm. because I'm competitive, like yeah. I wanted to be as good as like kids that came before me, whatever. I wanted to like, I was kind of a dork in that way. Yeah. So I think it was self-imposed, but mm. for sure, I felt like a sense of pressure to perform well, to do good at whatever I was trying to do. Yeah. For no reason. I'm in fucking Terry, Mississippi. Nobody gives a fuck. We don't even have the SATs. Really? We don't even have the SATs. We have the AC fucking T. I took the ACT. I heard you say that. You know, and I take pride in that. Do you remember and, your score? Oh, yeah, babe. Let me Do hear I remember my score. Come on, let me hear it. Come on now. The first time I took it, sober. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Again, remember, I'm no a terrible student. Yeah. I got a 22. Hey, that's not... I mean, that's not great, but that's not terrible. Second time I took it, yeah. stoned, yes. 26. Damn, a four-point jump. And then one of, my, one of my best friends who was one of those kids that, like, he took the SAT and the ACT, and he was mm. so good at test-taking mm-hmm. that he was going to see which he did better on perfect score on both. Literally got a 34 on the ACT. Okay, well, 36 is or the 36, perfect score. 36. Well, wait, he got a perfect score on both? On both. They need to write an article about him. I know. In the USA Today. They That's really should. That's incredible. <laughs> Only in USA Today. Yeah. Yeah, no what did out, you get? Outlet. 
Um, Did you get a 36? No, dude. No, not even close. I think I got... It's funny. Like, I think I got 26s twice. I took it twice. Really? Yeah, I'll have to ask my mom. Um, Don't you ever wish... Don't you ever think to yourself, if I had... Like, sometimes I'm like, if I had four hours to just completely, like, waste away. And by the way, I do sometimes have four hours that I waste away. But sometimes I'm like, should I just take a standardized test right now? Oh, yeah. Should I just like to, like, just see? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure that I would completely fail. The math fully left me. I can't do the math is unimportant. No, it I doesn't mean, make sense. It doesn't in make sense. A worldly context is bullshit. Like reading comprehension, okay. I, that makes sense sure. to me. Sentence. I like writing, writing the essay. Yeah, but yeah. here's my question. Okay. Remember blue books? Yes. Who is sitting? No. I've never in my life. I've gone to a lot of places, hon. Oh, never in my it. life have I seen a teacher whip out a bunch of blue books. Mm-mm. And read all those essays whilst on vacation. Mm-mm. When are who's reading those essays? Guess what? What? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. They don't really exist. That's okay? what I mean. But here's what I want to go back to, Greta. You mentioned that you you had a four point hike because of one little thing called marijuana. Yeah. The first time I smoked marijuana was the summer after I graduated high school. I never even tried this stuff before and it changed my life. I How love so? Dude, it was such a beautiful experience. Like it was pretty it's pretty like basic bitch to tell that story, but like listening to like Kid A high yeah. with some friends was life changing. That said, my one regret, maybe we'll get to this, is that I did not smoke fucking weed in high school. I really wish, and I know, but like I didn't really get that experience of going to school stoned. And I would have loved to have done that. No, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. Because let me tell you something. You go to school stoned. At first, it's all fun and games. Okay. And then you're completely (laughs) disoriented. And then like for me, it was like, I wasn't concentrating sober. I'm certainly not concentrating high. Okay. I would be sitting there and it would be like all of a sudden the Charlie Brown teacher voice would start. Mm. It would be like, wah, 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 mm. would be like my teachers. I'm sitting there thinking about, you know, not that. So you weren't getting locked in Adderall style off the weed. <laughs> no. I wish. That's my hope. No, I was back getting... to 10th grade out. Like, I want to get zoned in. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. Like, I was not. If anything, I just wanted to. I so badly did not want to be there. Mm. Like, I just was. I was a classic kid. Said it a million times in the pod. Love learning. <laughs> hate school. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just didn't want to be there. It wasn't for me. I right. felt the whole entire time. I was like, this is not my culture. These are not my people. Mm-hmm. This is not my time to shine. Right. I will be a really big deal, but it's not going to be here. And you were right. What was the name of your high school? Georgetown Day School. Georgetown Day School? Mm-hmm. Wow. In Washington, D.C. Okay. You know, some iconic people in the entertainment industry. Let's hear it. Have graduated. Jonathan Safran Foyer, mm. writer of Everything is Illuminated. Okay. Nice. Um, you know, the amazing producer and, or not producer, the amazing director uh, who directed all of those, um, you know, yeah. um, Zombieland movies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to my high school. Why okay. am I blanking on his name? 
You know that guy's Zombie name. Zombie land guy. The zombie land guy. You know, you know, all of Ruth yeah, yeah, Bader yeah. Ginsburg's kids. Oh, damn. Okay, you know, RGB. some amazing actors went to my, we have the, the, the Ethan Slater, SpongeBob on Broadway. Wow. Okay. You should have led off with Ethan. Younger than me, yeah. that Ethan Slater. Like Noah it. Robbins, younger than me, also in everything. Wow. Damn. And then there's me also in everything. <laughs> uh, okay, enough about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olivia Wilde, too. Olivia Wilde, yes. Wow. She went to your high school? For briefly, and then I believe she went to Andover Academy. Not me knowing Olivia Wilde's Wikipedia page. Um, Shout out Olivia. You, did you have a girlfriend? No. Not at all? Not no, once? I, I kind of had little girl, little uh, flings, a lot of flings. But here's the thing. I watched a few friends get in very long-term relationships with girls who were very in our area, uh-huh. okay? Like, we're talking my school. There were a few schools around our zone that, like, we would hang out with kids from other schools. That was a turnoff to me because I would meet these girls, like, at summer camp. We would have little ongoing things until the next summer camp. Yeah. And I had a few of those always cooking. Yeah. But never wanted the serious girl. thing. Girl. I did have one girl. Uh, there was one girl that I really liked from like maybe like eighth grade until maybe tenth, and that was the closest that I wanted to having a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And we kind of maybe tried that out a little bit, but either she was out or I was out. And Were it you never guys kissing? Out. Oh yeah. Were you having sex? No. No, saving no, that. For but we were doing. We were. We were not having sex. You're doing everything else. We were doing everything everywhere all at once. I love that. My first tongue experience uh-huh. was the fifth grade. What? I know. So you would think that I would be sixty nine by eighth grade. Yeah, the and then like getting pegged by Here's, tenth grade. I know. Here's what happened in the fifth grade. Very briefly. Maybe we I should. We can bleep. Her. Okay. Okay. Had a party. She had an older brother. He also had a party. And so we're there, like kind of the fifth graders are hanging, the seventh graders are hanging. So you're 10 or 11. 10. And I go with two of my best friends. You don't have to bleep their names, Marcus and Todd. And all of our friends are there. And so uh, I remember uh, she comes up to everyone. She's like, we're going to play seven minutes in heaven. Mm. And I'm like, I look over someone. I'm like, what is that? And they're like, that's where you get in the closet with someone for seven minutes. So she's like, we're not going to play inside. We're going to play outside. She had like a mansion, huge house, huge yard. And there's like a deck, like a big ass fucking deck. And we're all standing out there. And she's like, okay, seven minutes in heaven. It's going to be past the volleyball court in the darkness. And I'm going to go first and I'm going to pick someone and we're going to go out there for seven minutes and then we're going to come back. And she goes, Al, you're up first. And I am. Wait, hold on. Is she kissing all of you? Listen, I'm not done. She <laughs> takes me out. I'd seen it in movies. You like open your mouth. Like I opened my mouth and she slipped her little tongue into my mouth. And I. I'm promising you this right now. I've never been as rock solid as I was <laughs> in the fifth grade. We do our thing for seven minutes. No touching, really, just tongue. And we go back up to the deck. And she goes, Marcus, your turn. Oh Marcus my goes God. out. Brings Marcus back. She says, Todd, your turn. Todd goes. That night, this is maybe f- cancelable. So maybe I shouldn't say this, but that night, oh, we jacked it together in the room together, (laughs) but we had shifts on who was dating her 
for the next week. I had her on Monday. Todd is with her on so Tuesday. So were you guys continuing to make out with her throughout the week? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. She wow. taught us a lot, man. And then in the sixth grade, we were fully together, and she I broke up with her at a... At, a person's birthday party and she honestly honest to god tried to stab me with the birthday <laughs> party knife and i had to hide under a deck and that girl's mother who was throwing the party had to come and save me it was a whole thing she tried to stab you yeah oh my god yeah and then what happened in the seventh grade and then did she just pretend like you didn't exist she started dating maybe older guys mm. and then i think she may have moved schools in high school because then after that you were like okay that's it yeah. And funny story, when I was in like the second grade, her oldest sister was best friends with one of my cousins and went on family vacation with us. And I had a huge crush on her. Wow. So I was just about that family. I was going to say kind of all in the family type yeah. thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you play in bands in high school? No. No, I did not. I played, well, I played in worship bands at church. Okay. What did and you play? Drums. I'm a drummer. Right. I never really had a job. Because, uh, I mean, I wanted to make money, but like I was playing drums and like playing camps and shit starting in like the 10th grade. Worship music. Worship music. And then also my dad is a filmmaker and I would get hired to be on his crew. So worship music. Now, are we saying like Hillsong adjacent? Yeah, Hillsong came a little after that and very much was like popularizing what was already going on. Right. Very much like inspired. They were inspired by like Coldplay or U2 or some shit like that. Right. Um, yeah. At those early stages, Hillsong was not such a big thing. Um, but it's that kind of thing for yeah. sure. And what I'll say, like, I can't listen to that music anymore. I don't go to church anymore. I think I was burned out. Um, still a person of faith, maybe a different type of faith than it was then. But what I will will say as a drummer, I really appreciated from that experience was like dynamics. Yeah. Because when you're behind the kit and like you don't know how a song is going to end and you're kind of following the lead of the mm-hmm. worship leader, if they're good, it's like being in a jam band. You yeah. kind of have to like feel each other it's out. It's like improv. It is. And it's also like when you get that like connectivity and synergy yeah. of it's also like really, you know, I am like number one to say like I do not fuck with religion. Mm-hmm. I am not a religious person. Yeah. I do I do believe I am spiritual. I do believe in things higher than myself, of course. Sure. But like But not the organized religion. Don't no, want any no, of that. No, 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 no. And you know, my mom was Catholic, my dad's mm. Jewish. Mm. You know Is your dad practicing? Um, my dad's very much so a reformed Jew. Okay. Like, you know, it's important. Being Jewish is important to him. His Jewish heritage is important to him. Um, and, and I honor that and respect that part of me as well. Being Jewish. I would never, you know, I, I love my Jewish family and my, my father's Judaism and my own. Uh, but that being said, I don't love organized religion. Yeah, understandable. But I do appreciate the musicality mm. in religion at large. There's a lot of oh, music. Yeah. And I would argue to say that like the 
church that I was going to was not very like cool music necessarily. I mean, we were playing like worship music with electric guitars, but that was the extent of it. If right. you go to like a gospel, oh yeah, church unbelievable, from where from, unbelievable. Um, Make you fucking weep. Oh yeah, Beyond. so powerful. Yeah, like, seriously. So yeah. Anyway, I don't know what we were talking I don't about, know but either. Drums, drums, yeah, drums, music, drums became bands. more of a thing for me outside of the church. Like when I graduated, right. I was going to shows starting in like the 10th grade um, in Jackson, like in Terry, we're like 30 minutes outside of Jackson, but that's where my dad's office was. That's where like a lot of family lived and that's where shows would happen. So I started going in the 10th grade and then started helping throw some shows by the 11th grade. And it was almost like a an alternative life from my high school friend group. I, I had like two friends from Terry that would go with me to those shows, but my friend group from Terry were kind of like that's kind of Alex is on his weird shit right because they were like on the frat track going right. to Ole Miss and pledging Kappa Sig and anything outside of Dave Matthews band or like Matchbox 20 Matchbox was like very 20. like freaky and like Alex being a kind of a freaky artist like guy. alt like weird very alt. alt and at some point I just started to lean into that so maybe in like the 12th grade Started wearing like girl jeans and stuff. What do you mean? Girl jeans were like. Tell the, me about your style. Yeah, it changed a lot. Like I want to hear. Very much ninth and tenth grade. Like yeah. like I'm going to Ole Miss. I'm gonna be a Kappa Sig. Okay, we're talking like, what's the hair doing? Okay, the hair is swoop. Do you have that southern swoop, swoop? as fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah, super swoopy. Maybe before that, my hairdresser also is famously the hairdresser for Lance Bass of NSYNC. Wow. And she would give me whatever Lance was doing until yeah. like the ninth grade. Love that. So like frosted tips. spiky mm-hmm. frost. But then like Marcus's brother Matt was a senior when we were in eighth grade. So when we were freshmen, he was a freshman at Ole Miss. He pledged Kappa Sig. So we were going up there and like even though I wasn't drinking, I was around it and being like, this is fucking dope. Yeah. Like, these dudes are listening to Bob Marley yeah. and Fish. They're smoking And they look cool. Bombs. And they're just like, they're just like pimps yeah. right now. And I wanted to be like that. At some point after the 10th grade, like, I'm going to these shows. My style gets a little more confused. Yeah. Okay. So one day I might be wearing, like, a Dave Matthews Band tour shirt. Uh-huh. The next day I might be wearing, like, kind of a... Like a track jacket that says like Thursday. <laughs> like the it. band? Yeah. The next day I might be wearing like a very blousy polo button up. I mean, I'm oh, all over the place. You're all over the place. I love that. And by 12th grade, because I was kind of like, I only had to go to school for like two hours every day. Seriously. Really? I got out at like 10 a.m. That's crazy. I finished all my shit and I was doing dual enrollment. So I did a class for college my Got senior year it. and in college i didn't give a fuck it was a community you go college. To college community college yeah it was heinz community college and then i i later went to mississippi state for a minute and mm-hmm. then my parents let me drop out because our band got signed but i fucking i didn't give a fuck as a senior i was kind of like i don't give a, i don't care and like i was already who i was at the school like i didn't feel like i needed to impress anyone so then you started rocking the skinny jeans yeah Rocking like the girl emo jeans. skinny. Oh, yeah. And the shirts were very, very tight, like ex- excess. And what was like, what was your look where you were like, I look fucking good right now? I heard Whitmer mentioning the flip flops thing. I yeah. totally relate. So I would be wearing like, you know, I was not a skater. So right. my style was not like wearing Nike T- Cortez's shit like that. 
Um, it was trying to be like reformed frat punk, right? Mm. So I was still fucking around with polo, but they would need to be really tight with the collar fucking popped. Like I would need to do something to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and flip flops with girl jeans were like totally a thing. Puka shell like was cool maybe in ninth and tenth grade, and then I brought it back. Love that. You so gotta be just, a trendsetter, honey. You gotta be a trendsetter. And if you're not, you're doing it wrong. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You said that you took down some notes in your phone of yeah, little yeah. memories that you were jogging in your brain. Yeah. And I really want to get to them before we go into the little high school guidance counselor's office because, you know, I yeah. love, I love, I like to leave no stone unturned mm-hmm. on this here little show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just want to know, mm-hmm. what was on, what was in your little notes section? Well, there are a lot of different little things. I talked to some friends who I'm still close with and... Uh, golly, I don't know. I remember, I just wanted to mention a couple of things. Mr. Uh, maybe I won't say his name. He kind of got fired or quit. But we had a technology discovery class in the ninth grade. No fucking clue what they were trying to teach us. Because obviously we love technolo- tech discovery. Yes. But it was like a seventh period class. And as freshmen, we had sports like in the fifth or sixth period. So we had to actually come back to school for another fucking class hell, nobody that's had hell, that that's hell. nobody had the time for that shit and all of the people that were in the seventh period tech discovery class were like um who i don't know like my class was full of like the class clowns of like my class mm, so it was like me fun a couple of other guys and i remember a fucked up thing i never led this i just want to say this i never did this i did encourage it and thought it was hilarious but our teacher was so frazzled and could not control us. In the seventh grade, we would turn, we didn't have any windows in that class for some reason. Well, we it's turn, like a screen room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was big. Yeah. So I don't think we ever did this. We never did this with the intention of hurting anyone. And no one ever got hurt because I think word would get around that we're about to do it. But I remember two guys would lead it, turn the lights off, and just fucking throw chairs. What? Take a chair and just chunk it. That is really crazy. Really crazy. Yeah. And then I think one day he he had enough and just quit. He never came back. I mean, that. to be honest with you, and I love talking about this on the show, the things that like break teachers. Uh And like as a student watching a broken teacher, Mm -hmm. it's... It shakes you. It does. Because you're like, part of you is entertained, Mm -hmm. and then another part of you is like, oh my God, we're like breaking this adult. Yeah. Part of you is like, should have happened a long time ago. Fuck that guy. And then you go home, and you're you're going to sleep, and you're like, wow. Yeah. He is a broken person that that we broke. Do you remember DeesNuts.com? Uh-huh. I remember like in my computer learning whatever class, there would be boys that like before would put deesnuts.com like on everyone's <laughs> screen so like you'd open your computer yeah. and it was just yeah yeah that's that. good that's fucking good and i always thought that was funny yeah. and then of course like you know we were the generation of tub girl and tub girl oh no come on oh no give it to me okay you are about 19 years younger than i am so what is tough girl oh my god i wish i were 19 years younger than you you were but let's do the math you were in the eighth grade when i was a senior why do you feel more mature than me i was in the ninth grade when you were a senior 
If you graduated 08, no, 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 honey. My brother graduated in 07. He was a freshman when I was a senior. Wait, I graduated, but I was in, no, I was in my freshman, wait, oh, I guess you're right. You graduated 2008. My freshman year of my high school, 04 to 05, 05 to 06. Yeah, 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 you're right. Mm Mm-hmm. He's saying, what is four minus four minus eight? <laughs> um, I guess that's correct because mm-hmm. my sister graduated in 03. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom being so stressed that year because I had my bat mitzvah. Yeah. And you shared it with someone. I did. Good memory. Mm-hmm. Someone's listening to the pod. Thank you. And um, my sister also graduated high school. And I remember my mom being oh. like, we have these two because my bat mitzvah was in April and my sister graduated in like early June or yeah. whatever. And it was yeah. a lot back to back. But yeah. Tub Girl, we've described Tub Girl on the podcast before. Tub it girl. is a viral image of a girl basically in a tub who's back. Like she's like in like. If you're doing like um, long spine and Pilates, okay. <laughs> where basically your legs are over your head, of course, and then she is geysering mm. orange diarrhea out of her ass, tub girl, and it, la- it lands on her face. Oh, and it was a viral wow. image that went around. And this Similar- was before two girls, one cop. No, I was gonna say same time. Okay. Same time. I do remember Same two vibe. Yeah. yeah, two girls, one cup. Same vibe. Mm. I mean, tub girl was vile. Yeah, it sounds like vile, vile, vile. So was two girls, one cup. Let's be real. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it was all. It was like shock, jock, crazy, like e bombs. Kind of. Okay, this is kind of dark. What I'm about to say. Go for it. Speaking of shock, jock, I do remember like early internet days. Like, you're a kid. You kind of want to be like, okay, yeah, two girls, one cup. That's nothing. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I remember. This is a fucked up thing, and to this day, it affects me. Senior year. It's 04, and that journalist gets his head cut off. Yeah. Okay? And we go over to a friend's house. They have a computer room, right? And it's like the laundry room has like a closet, and it's in there. And there's like seven of us crowded in. They pull the video up. No, 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 no. Four of them immediately are like, fuck no, this, no, I can't. No, no. And me and two other people stuck it out, no, watched the no, entire no, thing. No, 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 And it no. fucked me no, up No, 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 that's, that's, that's like some smut. That's some bullshit. I mean, well, I'm so mad that I did that. Like, but that's like I'm not again, that guy that can take that. You know what I mean? That is a classic to me. That's a classic high school moment of mm. being like, I will prove that I can that's like what go it through is. this because that's like, dude, that's what it is. High school is going to war. Yeah. is what it is yeah. and you're like you're at war with yourself mostly mm-hmm. and it's a lot of like I will not back down from this man that is fucked up fucked up but this is perfect timing because knock 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 here we are in high school guidance counselor's office mm-hmm. oh my god in this section of the pod you get to rectify a wrongdoing of your past mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. to say fuck you to someone or apologize to someone and then whatever haunts you from high school just fades away and I'm gonna use this opportunity before you even go go to say fuck you to the guy who made you watch that video that's so fucked up. Or fuck you to previous me, because I was kind of just like, nobody made me watch it. I was just yeah, like, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, but it's fucked up to even like... Suggest it. Yeah, to even want to, you know? But that was the... Yeah, I'm not defending it, but it is, you're right. Like, that was early days of like, oh shit, like, 
tub girl, two girls, one cup, fucking the journalist. No, it was like, is this wild. Real? Like the shit that we were seeing uh-huh. on the internet. Uh-huh. Na- like is scarring. Oh, it's scarring. Terrifying, Ooh, terrifying, 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 terrifying. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Like, I mean, still awful to this day, yeah. but like, I would like to think that we know how to contain the internet a little bit more as to not let, you know, 14 year olds, uh, walk into a classroom and see tub girl all over their computers. (laughs) (laughs) See, you say that, but honestly, as you're saying that, I'm like, that's a little idealistic because now you're not... so much worse. Yeah, it's in your pocket all the time, not the computer room. Okay, what do we need to heal from today? Mm. You know what? I do have some things I I would like to apologize for at some point. But I don't want to start with that. Okay. I want to start by saying... You asked me if I was in a relationship in high school, and the answer is no. Mm-hmm. But my okay, so my dad's a twin, and identical, identical. Whoa, right? So Ronnie and Donnie, Ronnie's son. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Ronnie and Donnie. Ronnie and Donnie. So your cousins are your half brothers, right? So Petey, or his real name's John David, but the family calls him Petey. Petey graduated when your sister did in '03. Mm-hmm. We grew up like brothers. He went to Hillcrest, which was the private school mm-hmm. that all of my cousins went to. I'm glad we went to public school. Mm-hmm. It made my life uh, moving forward great. Uh, but at that time, like our girls in 03 at Terry and the girls at Hillcrest in 03 were so fucking hot. Mm. You have no idea, Greta. I can pull up pictures of them to this day. I am, by the and way. they are so hot still. That's the least surprising thing to me because I, I associate Southern High School uh, with girls just being fucking smoke so, shows. So even the dorks were like smoke shows. Yeah. But these were like the popular ass girls that, okay, so Petey, uh, his now wife is Amy Grace. Amy Grace was like the head cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And Amy Grace uh, and Petey started dating when they were in like the ninth grade or some mm, shit. Cute. They're a year older than me. They're popular. They're cool. Um, one of their hottest friends broke up with her boyfriend and told Amy, like, I'm kind of into Alex. <sighs> you fucked it and up. And I, no, you know what I did? I invited her ass to church. Oh. Guess what? <laughs> what? Guess what? She loved it. She <laughs> loved it. Okay, she loved it. She saw me running shit in the youth group, yeah, and she you was were like, "Playing the goddamn drums." Oh, that's right. I'm also leading a prayer. I'm fucking. You guys should come Give next me a Wednesday. Prayer. Hit me with a prayer. Like, what are we talking here? I mean, you know, we're like, Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for everything you've given us. Help us have a good service tonight. The plugged in youth ministry here in Byron, Mississippi. We want to thank beep for coming because y'all know she's hot lord you worked on her a little extra longer and we all know it and we want to send you praise for that Do you, would you say me. that oh no but i was know, gonna say if, if someone said that when i was like in prayer group i'd be like okay she's like loving <laughs> like, absolutely getting it later okay so this is a wednesday night she comes to church we go to mazio's pizza after mm. we go back to the church parking lot she rides with me to the pizza place comes back i'm gonna drop her at her car and she goes do you want to hang out tomorrow night <laughs> and I said yes blank I would love to okay. so where do we go where the next night we go to see the butterfly effect <laughs> alright is that trippy enough for your ass uh, Hillcrest butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
and we go and see the fucking butterfly effect. She's loving it. She's like, this guy is trippy, and like I could see him cool. being a fucking huge star like Ashton one day. She's telling me that, and I'm like, you know, whatever God's will is, yeah. I'll fall in line. We get back to the parking lot wherever like we met, whatever. And one of my close friends, who was also a hottie, but we weren't like... We weren't romantic. We were just really good friends. Her name was Catherine Servati. Catherine, my girl, shout you out, was going to be my prom date. Mm. And I thought to myself, Catherine's like a sister. Like, we're not yeah. going to be like dating. And she wouldn't mind. So I just went out on a whim and I said, um, Blank, will you be my date to prom? Yeah. And she goes, I would love to. <gasps> And I call Catherine on my way home. And I'm like, Catherine, are you sitting down? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, you're not going to prom with me anymore. And she's like, what? We just like spent fucking $500 on renting a dress or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, you can take it back because the woman of my dreams is going with me now. And everything is laid out for my future. Yeah. And Catherine's like a cool girl. And she's like, well, I was looking forward to coming down and hanging with y'all. But if that's what's going on, great. Yeah. And I'm sitting in my, my like driveway talking to Catherine and I get a call beeping in from the other girl. No. And I'm like, Catherine, I'm going to have to let you go because she can't get enough of me. She's oh, calling me right no. now just to sort of plan the night. Like, again. yeah. Yeah. And let me just stop right now, Greta, and talk about how hot this girl is. Okay. She has like, I don't know if this makes any sense, but like when she smiles, she looks like a milk ad. <laughs> like, like she has the milk on her top lip and it's like almost like the joke, like almost Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah, like mouth. big smile, <laughs> like, white teeth. And it goes up like this, white yeah. teeth, beautiful. She calls me. What Hi. color hair? I mean like brown, like kind what of blondish, dirty I'm kind of colorblind of eyes, so maybe brown. I don't know. D or, or, is she giving us freckles? Mm -mm. Is she giving us, like, She's giving us like she should have been cast on the OC. Okay, but like Rachel Bilson. Yeah, but hotter. Okay, wow. Hotter than... Makes Rachel Bilson look a little bit Hotter like, than Bilson? Way hotter than Bilson. Are I we mean, getting Leighton Meester? I mean, okay, Leighton's on up there with this person. Okay. Because Leighton is like... I'm just thinking top. of the iconic brunettes of our teendom. Mm -hmm. I mean, Alexis she kills Misha. She kills Misha Barton. Yeah. Okay, so she calls me. I'm like, hi. And she's like, um, hey, so was just talking with... No. Oh, sorry. Uh, just talking with my ex-boyfriend. And we're going to give it another shot. So I can't go to prom with you. No. And Greta, for whatever reason, I had never cried about a girl. Uh, 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 uh. I spent the night crying about this girl. Oh, my God. And I just want to say to her, you had to do what you had to do. You didn't wind up with him. I could have told you that. <laughs> could have told you that. And, uh, and, you, and she really missed out on a great night is really yeah, what Yeah, you missed out on a great night. That's it. Yeah. Not going to kick dirt. You've probably got like five kids right now. Missed I'm out on a great sure. night. Missed out on a great guy. Yeah, honestly, missed out on a great guy. Yeah. And your life, honestly, your life could be living in Hollywood right now, hon. You could be literally living on the beach. Yeah. In Hollywood. Yeah. Slash, if you're from here, you know that Hollywood ain't in the beach. Yeah. She ain't. You're living on Hollywood Boulevard on the beach. On the beach. I'm living in Hollywood Boulevard on the mountain yeah. by the beach. By the beach. Neil. Through the woods. Neil Young is my next door neighbor. Exactly. Okay. 
Um, exactly. So I'm not really mad about it. I just did want to mention that that affected me. So I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a fuck you to her. I'm gonna give a fuck you to her too. Yeah, yeah, like, like fuck you, like also embarrassing because then you For have her. to call your friend uh-huh. and run it back. We're back on, and now you're like, oh my god, the most embarrassing thing just happened. Remember when I told you I was in love with this person? Well, yeah, actually, she dumped me before we even started dating for her ex-boyfriend who's a tool. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, girls... Catherine made it super fun. Like, shout-outs to her. She made the night fun. All my friends loved her. Again, it was all platonic, so I was able to go. And, like, we, really, we were grinding. I don't yeah. know how y'all's dances were. Oh, grinding. Are you kidding me? We were getting, like, sabered. Straight up. Yeah, because y'all getting... know the boys were rock-ass hard. Fucked yes, on the dance Yes, floor. yes. Or maybe some might say I was doing the fucking. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tevi's giving me the we have to wrap it up sign because we just love to talk. Oh, I know. Damn. The episodes are going too long. Yeah, they, they are. Um, I know. We got to wrap this someone's, up. Someone needs to come in here. Okay, I got to pee so bad. Okay, too. so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. Who do you need to apologize to? I want to apologize to a girl that um, I took to a different dance. She was from the school that Lance Bass went to in Clinton. I was allergic to all nuts, and uh, I didn't realize Are there you were still pine nuts. Yeah, this? didn't realize there were pine nuts on the fucking salad uh, that we went to eat before the dance. Ate the salad. We go to the dance. I start to have an allergic no. allergic reaction. They rush me to my house. It's so far to get to the hospital from where we are. They take me to my house. A doctor from up the street comes to my house. My mom had already given me Benadryl. The doctor was like, "Don't give him Benadryl because it's gonna fuck He's with his blood EpiPen. alcohol level." Yeah. Then they hit me with the EpiPen after the Benadryl, but the Benadryl made me drunk. Like, and it was just an embarrassing night for her, to say the least. She was with me and all my friends at my house. We had to leave the dance. There were the pine nuts in there. Yeah, but I was embarrassing to her. And she was. uh, She deserved better. She deserved better. But you know what? We'll wrap up the apologies. I have so many things I could apologize (laughs) for um, that I just won't. Okay. Do it. <laughs> keep them inside. Yeah, I'll keep them inside. I'll use you it. Should. Yeah. You should. Use that in your art. Use mm-hmm. that in your work. I'm literally going to use that in my work. Um, If you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Mm. Smoke weed. Mm. Just do it. Yeah. Smoke some weed earlier. Probably like um, also just sort of love yourself, bro. Love yourself. Love that. Love yourself. Love your... Love your people. Stay close to them, but not too close. Mm. Keep forging a little path. Mm-hmm. And uh, smoke weed about Love it. Love that. Mm-hmm. You don't hear, we don't hear that enough on the pod. We really don't. And you I, honestly discouraged me from saying it. But I have to say, Alex, young Alex, smoke a fucking GB of weed. Here's what I would say to myself. Greta, you can smoke pot. You just don't need to do it compulsively. Mm-hmm. Because you're not... It's not as cool as I think you think it is. Same mm-hmm. with cigarettes. Like, smoke a cig, but you don't need to be sucking down a pack of heaters all the time. That's right. You know what See, I mean? See, you and Julia are kind of similar because she was smoking weed, smoking cigs, Yeah, it's smoking just like, it's like we get it. Maybe. You yeah, know we, what get I mean? it. we get it. We Bad get it. We get it. Chill out. We get it. And now you guys are like good girls. Yeah, I mean, but look, are we ever good? You know? True. <laughs> but look at what happened the flip. I didn't I know, smoke weed flip. in high school and look at me. Stoner, token, token <laughs> the grass. Yo, shout outs to, oh, they changed the name. It used to be Harvest, but shout outs to that weed store 
on Lincoln. We Y'all love it. I love it. In uh, Hollywood at the beach. We love the weed store on Lincoln. Um, Can I just say thank you for... Uh, I kind of maybe even asked myself to be on it because you moderated a screening yes. of my movie and I said I love your podcast would love to do it one day and then I low-key get a little email and I was excited and so here we thank are you. I'm yeah. so thrilled I honestly feel there are some guests that come on and I'm like we haven't even scratched the surface I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface with you part two coming next year um <laughs> what did you wear to your prom um, probably like we were, I was really into the NBA and at that mm. time, like pants, like tux pants were really loose, mm. just whatever they were wearing Baggy. at the NBA draft. Yeah. What, and did you have a corsage? What was the date? What was your corsage. date wearing? What was going on? Yeah. Yeah. We did the flower Flowers. thing. I wore a vest. I remember a, a vest, not a cummerbund. Um, you know, and just generally swag the fuck out from North yeah, Park Mall. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Swagoo. Genghis. No. Genghis was the name of the fucking uh, suit store. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, Genghis. That stored memory. I know. Um, what did you drive? I drove. <laughs> I drove a Mini Cooper. Damn, those got, were fresh. They got. It was right when they got re-released. Austin Powers. It, very Austin Powers. Very Italian job. Oh, fuck yeah. That's the main um, thing. I drove a Mini. It was a British racing green convertible Mini. I used to hotbox the fuck out yeah, of that yeah, car. Yeah, 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 And then when it was time to like air it out, you just pop that top <sighs> and it'd be free, it's free gone. flying. And then <laughs> um, when the weather was bad, like winter, I would drive my mom's BMW. Mm-hmm. Little BMW X3, the smaller SUV. AKA to the listeners. Back home, rich. Rich. And I guess my last question of the podcast is: mm-hmm. Wait, what did you drive? I drove a Ford Ranger with flare sides, biatch, wow. and it had uh, double cab, so you could fit four in that. I was gonna say that's a sexy car. Yeah, dude. That's also rich. Uh, a cat, a, a, a four seater. Mm-hmm. Honey, that's luxury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, giving yeah. limousine. I know it actually is. Yeah, you can pop put people in the bed. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It's actually the South, so you can do that. And oh, we did. You're, do you're that. driving a school bus, essentially. Uh huh. Uh huh. Catch us at the Byron parking lot on a Friday night. That bitch is gonna be packed. packed. It looks like the fucking night at the Roxbury, yeah. but it's a Ford Ranger. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have senior superlatives? So what do you mean by that? Did I have like names? Was someone did someone say to you most likely to mm. be mm. Uh, rich? You know what's funny? Like I got voted some things, but I don't want to be like saying that because maybe that's gonna be like oh, he thinks he. Why'd you get voted? I mean, people voted on them. So I was Mister Terry High School. Whoa! I was the school president. Whoa! And see but, now you're revealing the truth. And I was funny. I won like the um, I was like funniest freshman, silliest sophomore, and then whatever the senior version of that was. But stupid senior, stupidest senior. Yeah. Um, but I do remember that like we did senior prophecies you know, for our senior okay. night, and I helped write all of them. But they obviously I couldn't write my what own. What was yours? Mine was Al was last seen in line waiting for an audition at the WB. I, first of all, the love the WB. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> WB was everything. Yeah. What would, I mean, was the WB it's like CW the TikTok now. of now? It's no, but I'm saying like, what's the equivalent of what the WB would be now? Um, 
Fucking. Oh, I mean, free form. Free form. Free V. Yeah. Free form. Coachella. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. I don't know. But it the was WB was huge. the shit. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Wow. And honestly, they're not wrong. Did you star in your senior play? They're not wrong. I directed it. What was it? It was a really shitty fucking play called The Clumsy Custard um, Horror Show or some shit. It was so bad. But that was, uh, I was I starred in the ones before. I was Captain Hook and Peter Pan. And Marcus, who I've mentioned. Yes. Shout out to Marcus, was Peter. And Love Chad, that. my best friend to this day, was Smee. Love that. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God, we didn't even get to talk about music. We didn't oh, get no. to talk about emo scene. The one thing to have you requ- requested, we didn't even get to talk about. We talked about, no, talk about girl jeans a little. We talked about girl jeans and flip flops. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Wait, do you remember Under Earth for real? Like, yeah. did you know their shit? I mean, look, if you turn that shit on right now, I will wreck this motherfucking room. <laughs> the chairs are going to get tossed <gasps> like we're in computer class. I'll put X's on my hands. Oh, yeah. my God. Hey, let me say thank you to you, too, for doing this today. This was a blast. Part two. Part I'm going to go ahead and book myself for Please 2024. Do. And then I would then love to can... invite you to be on my podcast. You have a podcast? Mm-hmm. Great. I'm there. Have you heard of James Marston? Yeah, I have. James and I are starting something special. Okay, great. Check it out. I can't wait to be on it. Yeah. Um, everybody, where can they find your movie Dogleg? Brilliant film. Thank you. Dogleg is currently on tour. We're playing in about twenty five different cities. Oh this my summer. god! How do people find it? You can follow me on Instagram at Al underscore Warren, W-A-R-R-E-N. We're going to need to clean that up. We're going to need to get underscore. rid of that underscore. We need to find out who has Al Warren, Al Warren. and buy it. Fuck. It's probably Alex Warren, the fucking the TikTok fucking kid. TikToker. Fucking guy. But yo, much love to all Alex Warrens. I'm a I'm a part of a Facebook group called Alex Warren's Rule. <laughs> There's about three hundred of us. Um yeah, you can find Dogleg. Just follow me on Instagram. Like it's gonna be out on streaming like later in the year. And it's, we're gonna I play it in it. LA and New I York. loved it so much. Thank you. You're gonna be in Dogleg too. I fucking better be. Mm-hmm. I fucking better. Greta, I love you. I love you, You're honey. You're so funny and so great. What What is Lanai? It's an island in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. Shout out right. to Lanai. <laughs> um, thank you so much to everyone for listening to my podcast for mm. another absolutely perfect, amazing episode of this show. Please check out Al's movie Dog Leg. Please give me five stars. Only positive reviews. We really like positivity here on the pod. That's right. Please write to us at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I know y'all are out there. I see the numbers, honey. Thousands of you. Okay? Write to me. Write to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and until then... Every day is a new day. (laughs) I'm grateful for every breath I take. Stay cool, never change. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. I love you. That was a headgum podcast.